over Broadway. I just realized my phone wasn't on Do Not Disturb. I didn't want to take any calls. <laughs> Listen, please don't call or text me. I'm trying to do art right now. It's like you heard it here first. This readers, podcast is this art. podcast is art. <laughs> I think no one will tell you this, but we are actually classified under art in uh, many categories. In on many, many categories. podcast players, in many, in every single podcast player. My, I was gonna say that um, I forgot that I'm using like my real headphones. Okay. Um, and one of them has a bass knob. So the bass was turned really far up. So when the intro started playing, my head was throbbing. <laughs> you just felt the stomach I was like, just drop through your Yeah, I, I just really felt like mm-hmm. uh, Nick was inside me. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Nick. R.I.P. R.I.P. Wish you were alive in here in New York City. Sure. Instead, you're dead in Maine. Yeah. Yikes. It's tough to hear. It's, it's um, very tough. All right. I don't have any biz. No biz. All right, now up top biz. Let's just get right to the guest. We got a long one today. Mm. So, <laughs> Connor, please yeah. control yourself. This is a family podcast. I'm sorry. I forgot that we are listed under family friendly. <laughs> family friendly for family. We're listed in the podcast app right under the Story Pirates podcast. That's exactly <laughs> correct. It's Story Pirates and then just musical theater yep. dick jokes. Yeah, pretty much. That's all kids need. I mean, that's what I grew up on. That turned out fine. <laughs> Look how normal I Look am. Look how normal Look and well-adjusted normal. I am. <laughs> mm. And anyway, so our guest today, <laughs> let's just move right along. That was such a good transition. Thank <laughs> oh you. We're really good wow. at transitions. I always awesome. see that like, the guests are on mic. We haven't, we haven't even said who they are. I feel, Wow. <laughs> It's like, have you heard a podcast? <laughs> I also like musical theater dick, so it's fine. All right. So if that, voice, if that voice sounds familiar, guys, please, I'm trying to transition into intro. It's okay. Us. It's okay. Uh, it's because she's a return guest from our third episode ever in yeah. the woods. Yeah, yeah. Returning is Natalie Alt. Yay. Uh, along with her partner, power couple. Wow. Ryan Gianforti. Yay, that's Yay. my name. I nailed it. I did panic. In my head, I said it three different times right before I I came was out. watching the sweat uh-huh. drip from your brow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I was like, email, email, email. I got it. I got this. There it works. I can do it. Hi, um, everyone. Hi, guys. How are you? Well, Welcome how are to the you? Pod. Good. Good. So excited to be here. Yeah. yeah. Happy to have you back. Yeah. That's happy awesome. To have you for the first time. Yeah. It's going to be a real. Real interesting mm, mm, app. Mm, mm, mm. Can't uh, wait. Can't wait. So today we are just going to chat about the musical Wicked. Wicked. Uh, Wicked. Connor, hit yeah. us with some facts and figs. I got your facts and figs right here. Thank you. Wicked is a musical. <laughs> okay. What? Revolutionary. I know. Pod. You guys, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it has music and lyrics written by Stephen Schwartz. The with, king. Mm, wow. Well, Something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a lot of great stuff. I'm feeling more and more comfortable about this discussion today. Right. Name guys, one other Ryan thing that's not Godspell. Hunchback. He wrote Pippin. Hunchback? Yeah. Oh, I forgot he wrote Pippin. Okay, I, I, take, I, take, my, I wow. take my statement back. It's crazy how you could write Pippin and also Wicked. I, I know, and Hunchback. True. Well, didn't that already exist? Those lyrics were already written. No. They didn't use the music from the show, from the movie? From the movie. He wrote the he movie. He wrote the movie. 
I thought that was uh, the classic Disney duo. Alan Menken. Menken and I Tim know that one. Howard Ashman was gone by the time <laughs> that movie came out. And Tim Man. And Tim and Rice. T- <laughs> Tim Rice. And the Tim Man. And Tim Man. He was looking for his heart. That's true. I read that in it. a book. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be true. Speaking of book, the book of Wicked was... It. Thank you. <laughs> the book of Ri- Wicked was written by Winnie Holtzman. The musical itself is based on the book Wicked: The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West have by you read it? Greg we- Gregory Maguire. I have read it twice. There's four so of long. them. So long. There's four of them. I thought there was only the the two. No, there's the there's the weird sub story about the lion. Oh sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I know that Wicked One, Wicked Rising, <laughs> Wicked with the Revenge, Too Wicked, Too Fast, <laughs> Wicked Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. Wicked Hunger Games is really good. It's intense. Honestly, it's really good. Yeah. Just check it out. Just like don't believe what you hear. Just like go in blind. It's yeah. Really I good. would be cowardly after that book too. I'm just saying. It's like 800 pages, so yeah. it's fair. Yeah. Oh, did Stephen uh, King write it? Based on so it's based on that book, which is based on the Wizard of Oz. So we're doing we're like three levels. Deep we're down. like we're this like is community level meta situation. Yeah, we're very meta. Yeah, but the story, the play, the show itself is not meta. That's fine. <laughs> I guess meta is not the word, but story within a story, yeah. story based on a story, a story, story about based a story, on a story about a story, an epilogue, about the backstory, the prologue, the prologue to the prologue to the story, the yeah. prequel. Like <laughs> other alternate universe, yeah. yeah. The untold true story of the witches of Oz. Uh, Thank you. Me okay. and Frank Elbaum have some thoughts on that. <laughs> Sounds L- like Frank Baum. <laughs> Whatever. Frank Elbaum. It's dumb to have L be your first name. Okay. And I'm talking to you, L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, that's right. Coming for all the L. Okay, cool. Now we're gonna get fucking like. <laughs> Taken Did out in the middle of the night up. by the Scientologist. I would love to live on a ship. No, I wouldn't. That's actually my worst. <laughs> Sounds terrible. We've talked about how you don't want to be a pioneer. That's hundred percent true. And I don't want to be on a boat either. We know that okay. about you. Sorry. So, um, the show originally had its out of town tryout in San Francisco, and from May two thousand three to June two thousand three. And then transferred to Broadway later that year, and opened in October two thousand three, which it has been open since. It just celebrated its 16th birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. And then there's like 500 international, regional, and touring productions that are all over the place. Um, In 2004, it was nominated for 10 Tonys, only won three, I think. Yeah, three. Brutal. Um, It was nominated for Best Musical Book Score. Um, It lost to Avenue Q, but uh, Idina Menzel won for Best Actress um, and also won Scenic Design and Costume Design. It was also nominated for 10 Drama Desks, only won six, and um, 10 Outer Critics Circle Awards, and only won four. Um, so cleaned up at the Drama Desks. Oh, truly. <laughs> do you want me to do a little synopsy as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You know okay. I'm bad at this. I, I've, I've got it written it out. You know I get too, I get too in the weeds yeah. about synopses. I get real I got mad. it. I got it word <laughs> from word from Wikipedia. Okay, let's hear it. Wicked is told from the perspective of the Witches of Oz before, during, and after Dorothy arrives from Kansas. It tells the story of two unlikely friends, Elphaba and Glinda, who struggle through opposing personalities and viewpoints, rivalry over the same love interest, reactions to the wizard's corrupt governance, and Elphaba's public fall from grace. Real stretch on some of those. You guys know why her name is Elphaba? Because of L. Frank Baum. Correct. Oh. L.F.B. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. That's not a joke. 
It's not. I learn something new every day. Natalie has her own fact book. It's called Her Brain. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Okay. We, uh, okay. I will say in Natalie's defense, I was obsessed with this show, so I also knew that fact because I was like, I got to know everything about it. True, I true, saw true, true, it true. like four times touring. I had the little glasses. I ha- like I lived for this show, I, so I get it. I saw it twice. I have the Grimmery. I have a t-shirt. Okay, cute. I had a poster in my room. Yeah, I love Listen. this show. This was formative for formative, many of us. Formative. And then I got to college and I was like, guys, I know musicals. I've seen Wicked. <laughs> and everyone was like, trash, garbage, yep. dumpster. <laughs> yep. Horrible woman, snake, liar, idiot, get out of here. I have my like, like fake the favorite or? show yes. that I tell people. <laughs> like, like my fake like musical theater show is Into the Woods, oh, which course. is why I did that That's how she episode. gets in good. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I really like Wicked. But Wicked. 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 <laughs> now let's all say it in our best way. Wicked. Um, For the first time, I feel. I feel wicked. Yeah. I hate that line so fucking much. <laughs> okay, but like, Connor, what you probably don't get is that it's a reference to the name of the show. Oh my god! It works on every. <laughs> oh my god! It's hitting every both levels. <laughs> It's hitting as a line levels. in the show and as a reference to the show itself. And both levels. That's wow. it. And sales are <laughs> that's end it. of list. <laughs> Guys, she's trying to be sexy. Yeah, oh, we all wow. are. <laughs> sexy. Um, I just saw that it was produced by Mark Platt. So, like, okay, it is. Off. Where do you think he got all his money from? I was gonna say, why do you think Ben Platt's so no, famous? I know why Ben Platt's famous. <laughs> I could also be famous if I had a famous dad. Truly. He's very talented. Okay. <laughs> I'm also very talented, and my dad's not famous, which is why I am not famous. That logic sounds. Thank wow. you. It's Ryan. very sound. Good. It's very sound Checks logic. I would have loved to get in on the ground floor of Wicked if a is or B, Hamilton. Then B is A. Then like it sounds about right. That I is don't like the SATs. Is that? That's math. That's math, baby. That's Pythagorean. <laughs> That's, That's not the great language. Oh boy, you guys! I gotta be that. honest. I took algebra a lot, I did <laughs> multiple too. times because I was very. Because you loved it so much. Or? Yeah, I was like, give me more of this horrible letter math. Yeah, I'll, I'll use this one day. <laughs> almost failed. I mean, okay, brag about how you didn't fail math. <laughs> Some of us can't brag like that. Some of us, some of us were very. She brags about her math every single. I do not nonstop. She's like, look how good I am adding stuff. It's terrible. (laughs) Same way with Mitch. She's always like doing fractions and just saying numbers at me. It's horrible. Don't talk fractions to me. I don't know what that means. Three fourths. I'll kill myself. I don't know. Put that into real hard numbers for me. Two thirds, one. Is it one Mitch, or go to isn't bed at it? Three a.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> the minute you start, be- you get below one. I'm out. I don't care. <laughs> Whole numbers only. Okay. Um. Speaking of fractions, fractals. Idina Menzel. I got us back, my you queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my true, the true queen. That's a. That's the wrong show. Don't care. Okay, still about sisters. Still the same person, and it's about but they're two not unlikely. Women compatriots who have differences. Connor, sometimes one of them with undiagnosed depression can become almost like a sisterhood. Oh, got it, got it. Like Meryl and I lived in a house of ninety-nine sisters, and I'm best Yikes. friends with all of them. You guys love them all, right? I love all so of much. Them. They're my sisters. Sisters. We sang songs about it. We have a handshake. Yeah. Thing. You guys and call every day. I'll, a group FaceTime with all 99 of us. It's horrible. No one it's can get really, a word in it. It's 
madness. <laughs> really bad. I mean, to me, that sounds like a cult, but go off, I guess. Um, this is one of those times when Mitch is like, I'm going to have to edit this later. <laughs> Stupid assholes. Stupid The runtime on this is going to be four hours. It's a two and a half hour show. We have a lot to get through. We do. And we um, also have to have fun. I, I do way, say it's the like fifth, the Yellow Brick Road, the fifth longest running musical on Broadway, currently. as of a week ago, which is pretty incredible. I think it just beat. Look, thank God I put this on. Do not disturb. I'm getting a phone call as we speak. So the top four are <laughs> Phantom, Lion yep. King, Yep, uh, Cats, Cats, yep. I assume Cats is Limes, Yep, yeah, and Wicked, and Wicked. Yep, nailed it. Um. All right. Let's Good. just jump in. It's also the longest. Sorry. The, it's, I think it's also <laughs> the longest running um, regional show in Chicago as well. That makes longer sense. than Chicago. Chicago. No, like in like Chicago. Wicked, like in Chicago. No, I like know, but I thought city. Chicago was. Yeah, I would imagine it's very popular there. Right? Wicked uh, had a sit sure. down in Chicago for like at least six years. It's yeah. where Hamilton is now. Because that's where I saw Wicked. Wicked. <laughs> Well, I saw it in St. Louis. Wow. Um, but Wicked is the Chicago Is it? What would you say the Chicago of Missouri is if not St. Louis? Kansas. And if you say Kansas City to me, I will come over and rip your eyeballs out of your head. I was going to say It's Kansas not Kansas City. City. Shut the hell up. It's not Kansas City. I'm just going to say I liked Kansas City Literally, more because I lived there for a whoa. while. Kansas City also has more art and theaters per capita That's than true. most city, most I mean, areas of the okay, US. but like, what's the food culture? And if you say barbecue to me, I will fly to barbecue. Texas. Barbecue. <laughs> what's no the one food? wants your toasted the, ravioli. I was going to say, what's the food culture in St. Louis? Or your Louis not to- good pizza. Oh, exactly. Oh, my God. Mitch, kick these people out of our house. <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> all right should we actually talk about this show yeah uh, maybe okay. i I'm never saw wicked in the state of missouri that's a non sequitur like okay. that's a oh, there we go sure. i saw it in a lot of states but i never saw it in missouri <laughs> did you follow it like people follow fish oh people my god i wish i wish <laughs> people think that because i've seen it in so many states mm-hmm. it just was kismet a lot you of the time? You were just like, I'm on vacation, got nothing planned. <laughs> yeah, pop on. Let's down go to this see. Oh look, like it is TBH. That's what happened many times. Like I was in San Francisco and it was doing a sit down. I was in Chicago and it was there for six years and I was just like, no one okay. believes that. No <laughs> I, one. I truly this seems. Oh, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> oh, I love to take a vacation and furiously plan checks her phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just refreshing. I always when I travel, I see what tours are there, and a lot of the times it was Wicked. You know what? That's how you know Natalie's like true blue theater freak is that she's like, I'm going to incorporate going to see theater into my vacation. Yes. Yeah. Because I would be like, yeah, that's true. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I would never be like, going to South Carolina, let me see what's at the playhouse. I'd be right. like, I'm going to the beach. Don't talk to me for two days. <laughs> like, I can't. Um, okay. So it's important to note that this uh, show is. I'm glad that it won for costumes and design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sure. costume it is, is really, really beautiful. Yep. Mm-hmm. No question. At. Yep. Got that big old dragon. Mm. Just dragon clock we right on him. top of the whole stage. A reference to the book. At the striking of the 13th hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. There aren't 13 hours. There are in Oz. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> Oz's directions are also wrong. So, like, let's talk about that You're for a second. <laughs> Explain. Let's speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when uh, in L. Frank Baum's book, uh, he says the Wicked Witch of the West is like actually in the east, technically. Like the the compass directions are different. 
in Oz. I don't know why. I love to just make up rules for. This is why I don't read fantasy. Well, does she have to live? I can't. In the West, like I mean, does she's her up title the change? It's when technically she moves. Stage East, which is audience. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> also, Wicked made up their own map of Oz, so it's fine. They did. Yeah, they changed the map. It's cool to just have rules and then be like, that's fun, but he- what if it were this way? But there is That's only- basically what comedy is, I mean- like improv and everything that we do. <laughs> Can't change the lore. <laughs> Can't change the lore. I mean, isn't there like a ton of issues with the lore in Lord of the Rings? No. Yeah, airtight. Airtight. I don't know what you're talking about. Tolkien made a language. (laughs) Tolkien wrote his own language. He wrote a language, and he's like, I should probably write a story around this. Yeah, exactly. But that's how important a lot of issues with the lore. He backtracks on himself like four times. Nope. Okay. Oh, like the Bible does it. (laughs) (laughs) Father, son, spirit. Which is it? Pick a side. Come to Catholicism. We believe all three. There are technically four witches of Oz, but which yeah, only addresses the, two the of them. Sued and Denard. Well, in the Wiz is the only one that has all four of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, they... to become a wicked witch of a direction, mm-hmm. uh-huh. do you have to defeat the former one <laughs> it's the and claim yeah. their it's the their shoes, their title, their shoes, yeah, their like... their powers and their shoes? Yeah, got it. It's a level up. That's how you know this is a so story wait, about ladies. Does that make Dorothy <laughs> the wicked witch of the east because she? Oh, I wonder. Claimed her shoes. Well, no, it's her sister. It's her sister. It's Nessa. <laughs> But she no, Nessa? but like because Dorothy like lands her house on top. Of yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so she took her I've shoes. So she is so t- technically Dorothy is the new <laughs> Wicked Witch of the Nessa? East. Yeah, right. By yeah, by that logic. <laughs> and then she teleports Nessa home with the pickle. shoes. So yeah, she's so a witch. and the hunchback. Dorothy's a witch, and we should burn her at the stake. <laughs> she get, went back to Kansas and like what the. Everyone else 20, was gone. She sent the wizard away. She's definitely yeah. not Alphabet last was long belted. in Kansas. No, that's true. <laughs> it's like everything's black and white here except for your shoes. What's going on? Also, did no one ever read the other Wizard of Oz books? There's like seven of I them. I have never I've read a single read Wizard one of Oz book. book. In my life. She only, goes back. I only read the third one. Oh, is that Return to Oz? <laughs> yeah. The uh, Prisoner How does she of get Oz back? Band? Does she fly another tornado <laughs> there? Prisoner no, she can... You guys, Ryan's just firing off comedy jokes and you guys are... <laughs> Bickering about Ozma. Prisoner of Azkaban, that's top tier level comedy. Don't I, encourage him. I want the recognition. It's when it starts to get deserves. really dark. It's really good. Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. Let's get into the show. I'm not talking about the lore anymore. Damn it. No, but I'm really interested. I, I just need to know. I, I need to know. How the fuck did she get back to Oz? How did she get back to Oz? Yeah, because she doesn't fly a tornado Hi, there I like first time. She has the shoes. Oh, so she could just like click her heels shoes whenever the fuck portals. she wants? Yeah. Well, her shoes, her power comes from her shoes. She's a witch. She's now. a witch. just defined that, Connor. Duh. Okay, but I wasn't sure if that was like, if it was, I thought it was a one-way trip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a one-way ticket and that was a It's honestly, all a dream anyway. would be a lot better. But also real. One-way trip. But it's also real. A because, real dream. Because, I mean. That you wish will come true. That works on every level also. A dream is a dream. <laughs> okay. In the land of Oz, the Ozians are rejoicing. I love a show that starts at the end and then works its way backwards. It's and that's so good. That's what Wicked is about. Yeah. It's so smart. Everyone's like, great news. The bitch is dead. <laughs> um, I love that. It's so good. The it's entire, a great plot device. The entire musical is just like, like flashback. Yes. Essentially. 
Glinda. It's like the freeze frame. Well, <laughs> you're probably wondering, wondering how I got, I got here. here. Exactly. <laughs> it's a long story. Don't worry, there's a trap door. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, okay, so then we're like, she's dead. And who are we talking about? Well, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> and we rewind the tape all the way back to when Alphaba's mom was having an affair with we can't tell you who. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Someone who likes a green elixir. Um, And then because she drinks the green drink, which I assume is absinthe, her baby comes out green. And that's a lesson to you, (laughs) mothers. Don't drink absinthe. Drink absinthe or your baby might be green. That's right for the wrong reason. (laughs) (laughs) Don't drink while pregnant. Um, And then... This podcast does not endorse drinking while pregnant. So, like, Glinda's just, like, telling all of Elphaba's life story. And someone's like, pardon me, ma'am, let me interrupt you. Glinda, is it true you were her friend? Okay, but I do have to say the the man on stage screaming, look, it's Glinda, is iconic faggotry. He is the original stand. Look, we we love that. We love it. Glinda. And I'm like, yes, bitch, okay. work. Earn that paycheck. <laughs> All right, let's go to... Um, Look! And then, okay, we got Nessa Rose is the dumbest name. That's the Wicked Witch of the East. Yes. Yeah, uh, Elphaba's sister. And she's in a wheelchair. Because her dad was so nervous when Elphaba came out green that she made her mom chew milk flowers, which made her come early. Right. Which is why she's in a wheelchair. That's in the book. Didn't have time for her legs to grow. But magic is a thing. She made her... We don't know that Elphaba's magic. But magic. Her legs grow. (laughs) We're witches and wizards. Too bad. Get in a wheelchair. (laughs) Nothing we can do. Use a machine. Teleport to Kansas? No problem. Walk on your own two feet. Walk on your own two feet. We couldn't. Fuck you. How? Tell me how. But then we couldn't have the... like really important plot device in Act Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we solve all of our problems with magic, Ryan, there wouldn't be a story. I'm just saying, someone becomes a Tin Man <laughs> later on. I feel like someone can make some legs for her to walk on, or she could fly. Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. There's ways. She gives her her shoes. Here's another important fact, and this I think the entire point of this thing coming to light is so that we can explain the flying servant monkeys, which is that there are animals and there are capital A, a animals. <laughs> yes. And the capital A animals can speak. Yes. yes. But they're still considered second class. Yes. Correct. Um, It's a big political statement, which is, is ac- actually in the original like 700 page yeah, novel. In the book, it's very it clear. I was, it's I actually, very apparent in I was, the novel. I was going to ask Not like so because they do touch a lot on the like the politics of Oz in the play but it's like, does it translate well? Is, I that was one of the questions. I, was I think it's pose. really hard because the book is an adult novel. Like yeah. people do not re- like they tell their kids to read Don't. Wicked when they're. Oh 12. my god! I read it when do I was not. like eleven. I read it. There's the, like bestiality. It's right? yeah. really bad. Yeah. I I saw the original cast and then I immediately bought the book. For sure. And then I was reading it. And I was like, Mom, I don't think this is for me. This is right. Everybody. <laughs> How could we have screwed this up? Um. Okay, so what you need to know is Alphabet's green and her sister is in a wheelchair, um, and she's pissed about it because yep. they won't use magic to help her. Wait, walk. real quick, real quick. So we <laughs> we confirm that you use magic through your shoes. Yeah. yeah. And when you click your shoes together, you can use magic. Yeah. So they gave the paralyzed girl magic shoes. <laughs> she couldn't click. Is again. that she the most click backhanded? <laughs> 
sadistic, like, here you go. Cast a spell. It's like, my legs don't work. What is wrong with you? Like, that's life, baby. That's life. That's like giving a camera to a blind person. Like, that's so cruel. It's not nice. Um, the headmistress of the school they go to is named Madame Morrible. That's yeah. psychotic. <laughs> That's Morrible? ridiculous. I'm sorry. Natalie and I are still trying to recover from the... I know. She can't click her heels together. She doesn't need to click her heels together. The shoes make her walk. Not until the second act. I know. <laughs> if only she'd known. She lived her whole life in a wheelchair. Although I didn't know she had the grimmery until the end of Act One, and then she flies. We're getting into lore again. We got focus here. <laughs> That's what defying gravity is. That's absolutely correct. That's true. But what it's really about is hitting high notes and soaring into the air with a broom. Yes, <laughs> that's um, what defying gravity at is. At selective times. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to say that Madame Morrible falls into the Scar principle of okay. character names, okay. where if you have a name that's bad. You're obviously You're an evil bad. character. What's a name that we can use to describe how horrible this lady is, but is also an alliteration? Mm. Mm. Headmistress Horrible? No, it's two on the nose. <laughs> Maleficent. Okay. Oh, that's been taken. Yeah. Oh, devil. Hear me out. Malbad. Madam Morrible. I Perfect. love it. I love it. Write it down. Write it down. Let's do some more blow. Um, <laughs> I assume. Uh, she's like, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Madam Morrible's like, uh, you're green, but you're special. And that's probably why you're green. Because she gets angry. When Can she blows something up, I can't remember. No, Elphaba's like, they try to take Nessa from her and then Elphaba loses her shit. And then Madam yeah. Morrible is like, oh, you have powers. <laughs> the powers. Come. This is very X-Men. Right? I guess. I don't know. I'm, Who's the guy in the wheelchair who collects all the people? She gets angry. She <laughs> has powers. Like, you have powers. I'll teach you how to use them. Isn't that the whole premise of X-Men? Essentially, yes. <laughs> Men in a wheelchair collecting powerful people? You're not wrong. We're looking okay. You're not two wrong. birds in the room. <laughs> Come to me, my X-Men. Yeah, that's... <laughs> We exactly. have a school for you. That's that's exactly X-Men. Okay. That's actually yeah, pretty accurate. Thank you. You're Never welcome. Been. Thank you. I'm also a nerd. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Then she's like tempting. So Madame Marble's like, guess what? If you work really hard, you can use your powers to work with the wonderful wizard. And everyone's like, holy shit. Um, leading to the greatest song, The Wizard and I, which is just a song about how cool your life's going to be when the <laughs> one thing in your life you need changes. <laughs> identify with that song it's, so it's how good. i feel every it's, time i give myself a haircut is this the most <laughs> iconic want song in all of yeah. musical theater history i don't know about you but running around Maybe. the stage with a suitcase is pretty iconic to me uh, as far as i musical mean theater yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah i mean star to be from annie is i mean top <laughs> I tier mean, she's like coming she, like everybody star to knows ran. that everybody knows that you know yeah she's walking around two bucks one bag and then Alphabet was like, bitch, give me your bag. Yeah. yeah. This is mine now. Two bucks, one spell book. Look at me. Look at me. Start to be, start to be walked so Alphabet could run. Yes. <laughs> um, Incredible skin care <laughs> Yes. Uh, and then she finds out that her roommate sucks. And we get into the odd couple of it all. Because um, her roommate is Galinda. And uh oh, trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Opposites. There it They're is. They're opposites. 
drama. What kind We're of different, the musical. <laughs> uh, the twins that I nanny uh, often ask me in a story what the conflict is. They're like, is this the conflict? <laughs> You're six. <laughs> I don't like stories with conflict. I'm like, well, that's all stories. Yeah, so, then they don't exist. That's hate to break it to you. you. What you want is just no stakes me telling you a story about. That's not a story. Right. Right. Miss Merrill, what's the thesis? What's the theme of <laughs> yeah. this Tell piece? me the themes. To... Tell me the themes. Oh, child, I wish I knew. You'll have to ask someone smarter than me. Um, I wrote down a lot of themes for the show. What is this feeling is the song that everyone auditions with uh, their best. They sing with their best friend. Yes. yes. I wrote down. Um, Not auditions with. Just sings with. Performed by every soprano and alto in Thank high school you. in 2007. Yeah. Correct. 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 Accurate. A better joke. What my knowledge. senior talent show with it. I knew it. <laughs> I could smell it from here. I always could tell. Guys, I'm so mad I'm a Glinda every fucking day. Yeah. Well, that's your life's burden. <laughs> Uh, so they fight all the time. She's Galinda. This is important because later she will lead the she A and be name. Glinda. <gasps> <laughs> Transformation. Uh, I get it because she's different now. <laughs> she tries. She does it to like impress Fiero too. Yeah, he's she? like, you got too many syllables in your name, bitch. And she's like, watch this because <laughs> Doctor Dillaman can't bitch, say hold her my name. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need it. <laughs> Because Dr. Dillamond can't say it. Yeah, we'll do anything for Dr. Dillamond. He's a A sentient man. goat, per the Wikipedia <laughs> entry. Hey, man, you True. do you. He's a um, nice man. At this point, I would like to make my point that I've always felt deep in my heart, which is that when Alphaba is talking to Dr. Dillamond in one of the songs, what's the song? Uh, Something Bad. She's like, Dr. Dillamond. And she sounds like a soap opera actress. <laughs> Every time makes me laugh. Every time. I Always like, has literally never taken it seriously. There's no tension for me in that moment. She's like, Dr. Dillamond, something has happened. The it baby. It's coming. It's coming. And it isn't yours. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Cool. I would like to extend that point and say the entire song is a soap opera. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's very like, like mm-hmm. smash cut to a just entire pivot in the like it's like and you're like oh "Oh, yes okay this is happening now so the whole crux of the show is like alphabet's bad because she doesn't support like hierarchical oppression yes (laughs) (laughs) so we've retconned her narrative (laughs) and now she's a bad person well like it's true she's also different right and she's great yes that doesn't help because the the show really like plays with the idea of like nature versus nurture and um as well as like outsider um like us versus them and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing Mm -hmm. um it also definitely loves the idea of every story has multiple sides even in the wizard song um wonderful he's like we all we we and where i come from we believe that uh a bunch of stories that are just lies we call it history history. Mm -hmm. and it's the idea (laughs) that incisive takedown of of America truly <laughs> but it's like it's it definitely plays with the idea sure. of um I mean he's not wrong right and uh he it definitely plays with that idea of um the victor in history is usually going to tell the story that they want to tell and 100%. make themselves look better 100% <laughs> looking at you America with the Native Americans <laughs> um <clears throat> but she's like this so so the song something bad is the the professor being like hey bad shit's going down and she's like well, if there's something bad happening, I'll just tell a police officer and they'll stop it, <laughs> which is uh, my nightmare. Literal. That's like every horror movie. They're like, oh, well, if we just tell people in authority, they'll believe us and it will stop. <laughs> like, 
Spoiler no. alert, it won't. No. That's not um, how the world works anymore. So she's like, so I already wanted to meet the wizard, but I'm just going to add this to my list of things to chat with him about. Like, <laughs> give me powers, make my sister walk, talk to him about the capital A animals not being allowed to talk. In that order. <laughs> Use your magic because no one else will to make my sister walk. Um, The Winky Prince? What now? Fiero. Fiero. Sorry. What in the hell is a Winky? It is a class of citizen in Oz. That sounds dirty. I don't like it. <laughs> well, they're 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 class of citizen. You know, there's like the Munchkins, right? And then there's Winkies. Winkies, one step up from the Munchkin, more than one step. But he's a prince. So. He's yeah, Fiero Tigalar. <sighs> the fact that you know his last name, like, so there's really like a lot of me. hierarchies in there. This. Are it's like we focused on the animal people and people with green skin, but yeah. like. There's a whole There's another a race. System. Yeah. There's yeah. a whole race that are like, oh, well, they're small, so fuck them. Well, because yeah. then it gets into act two, because when Nessa becomes the emperor, spoiler alert, of Munchkinland, she forbids the Munchkins from leaving because yeah. she's so terrified of people abandoning her because she's felt abandoned her whole life. So then she makes the Munchkin slaves and yeah. does not let them leave because she's afraid Bach, who does not love her, will leave her. True. And let's get into the Bach of it all. <laughs> Uh, we're getting to that point because I have a lot of feelings about Bach. when Fiero shows up, they do Dancing Through Life, yes. um, literally every gay tenor's dream <laughs> song. Um, Let's go down to the Ozdust Ballroom. We'll meet there later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this felt insane. <laughs> thank you. Like, here's where we're going to be. Right. We'll set a date. And then Bach shows up and he like is in love with Glinda and he wants to take her to the dance and she's like JK that sounds like a great idea but like honestly that girl over there in the wheelchair should be your date. She's tragically okay. beautiful. And yeah. we're setting I know that this is used to set Glinda, Galinda at this point up as a bad person but I would like to counter that narrative. Go off. She's like I'm very clearly singing this song about being in love with Winky Prince, please. Yep. Right. Uh, and like, she's like trying to gently let Bach down. I get it. It's not the greatest way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, but right. like, if you don't want to, like, you but know. like, I don't want to be like shitty to you, but like, oh, you know what? Maybe two wrong, like, two wrongs, maybe could make a right. She needs a date. He mm -hmm. wants to date me, but like, she, whatever, you know, right. maybe this will work. Right. And we're supposed to be like, wow, Glinda, you terrible bitch. How dare How you? How dare you trap Bach? Bach, who is an incel, friend zone bitch, who's like, wow, now I'm trapped with this girl, even though I love Galinda. Like, she do doesn't want you, bro. I do that, yeah. She's <laughs> clearly in love with someone like, else. He, like, he was her servant for like the rest of the show, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, Nessa did fully trap him. Like, yeah, she 100%. made him her slave. That's that's absolutely true. But, but also, but also Bach is a fuckboy. Yeah, like, he he's sucks. a fuckboy incel Bach. and he sucks. He sucks big time. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it. Just, just be like, just tell Nessa the truth too at the beginning, so you don't have to fucking get trapped. Literally, just but then one he person. feels bad because she's in a wheelchair. Well, that's your own problem. Magic that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's also fly away. That's also you're just thinking that people who are disabled like aren't Correct. fully human Thank beings. You. Which Thank you. The show that's kind of porn. treats her that way. Uh, true, yeah, 100%. exactly. It's one thousand percent trauma. It's porn. like we got racism and we got second class citizens, but also this girl's in a chair. What a monster! <laughs> What, what do we do with her? <laughs> and she does now become a evil. monster. Yeah, she does. She can't even click her heels together. 
It's so Get sad. her those shoes. She'll love those shoes. Um, then Glinda's like, I'm going to dress up Elphaba. We're going to do a makeover to embarrass her. Gives her a witch hat. Yep. And then Elphaba's like, this is the look. And goes to the party, dances like a damn freak. <laughs> And is mad when everyone's like, you're dancing like a damn freak. Okay, I need to ask a really <laughs> oh, quick question. Oh, don't do yes. this. I need to ask <laughs> really It's like this. <laughs> why, it's witch movement. Why does everyone in early 2000s <laughs> musicals okay. Okay. do fucking the OA before the OA ever happened? Because this OA is basically dance. what's happening. Happening. So Tai Chi is what you're Essentially, saying. They're yes. all doing Tai Chi. I'm really mad about it and... Stop putting the OA on my timeline. It's really fucking annoying. <laughs> this is just this is just me Connor's saying. one man crusade against the OA. I'm so mad about it. I don't know what to tell you, Connor. You have to just raise the timeline. You I just have, have to completely unfollow, delete your account, and start anew. I have done everything I can. Literally, every version of the hashtag has been muted, but they keep getting through. They will continue to Connor, get through I'll, I'll be honest. I have no idea what you're talking about. Thank you. But I see your pain. Thank and you. I recognize Thank it. Thank you, Ryan. I recognize it. Um, you can learn how to do the dance if you buy the copy of the Grimmery that they sell at the show. I it do has have like a, a copy step, of that. It has a step-by-step Did you? guide. I own it's in our house. There you go. <laughs> Ryan, did you know that you've been living with a copy of the Grimmery this entire time? I do now. Just click your heels together, Ryan. Just click them together. My legs don't work. <laughs> Damn. So I feel like we need to address at this point the uh the elephant of the room <laughs> between Ryan and Natalie. Oh yeah. Because we haven't brought up. I feel like people could probably get from context clues, but no, let's name it. It's best to just name it. <laughs> it's the best problem. to just to put the problem out there. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I just want to say, coming into this, I, I very much appreciate you guys both inviting both of us here. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I really prepared a lot for this topic today, being wicked. I love that. By seeing this show about two years ago <laughs> and not really liking it. So I'm very, very uh, equipped yeah. and prepared to defend my you case of- You came up with a thesis statement. Ryan, I and want I would to let love you know that's more that. work than I've ever done for this <laughs> That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. So I feel very it. equipped and prepared to go word for word with my girlfriend, yeah. who has been probably seen this show more times- than years she has been alive. That's not true. I've seen it 15 times. At one point in your life, you had seen it more times than you were alive. Well, the math doesn't work. The math. Ryan, the math doesn't work. She's bragging about her math skills again. She's bragging about those math skills. Raw numbers at this point. Every time. Come on, 2003. She's going to start talking about fractions soon. (laughs) I can't Um, have that on my podcast. I would like to say that two years ago, I took Ryan to see Wicked for our Valentine's Day date. Yep. She thought it would be good. <laughs> because Ryan and I started dating and I introduced him to seeing shows on a regular basis. And I said, my favorite show is Wicked. Let's go for Valentine's Day. So I got us very nice seats mm-hmm. and I did the whole thing. And then he didn't like it. Well, that's and now we're right. still together. <laughs> that's loving someone, baby. <laughs> Opposites really do attract. We do. Can um, I tell it from my perspective? Yeah, yes. I'd love to. You hear. took me to Wicked to see your favorite show of all time. Now you're very subtle about this because you only own every single piece of Wicked merchandise, 
ever made. So no pressure. See, like Valentine's Day, my favorite day of the year, next to Christmas, seeing my favorite show. If you don't love it, then we're going to have major problems and be on a podcast two years from now talking about it. So I'm like, okay, let's go see this show. I didn't care for it. You're like, I feel meh. (laughs) What'd you think? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The lights were amazing. So much green. It was so green. Yeah. It was was great. There were people and they were dancing. (laughs) She flew. And singing. It was crazy. He immediately was like, there's a lot of plot holes here. (laughs) There are. (laughs) I wish everyone could have seen the face Connor just made. It was like he had a stroke and also died at the same time. <laughs> it was amazing. He was just like, there's a lot of things that don't make sense in this show. I get why you like it, but this doesn't okay. make sense. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Frankly. Um, okay, let's do Coming a back to few the more. green of it all. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do a few more and then we'll we'll take a break. But uh, we do need to, to say that Alphabet is dancing like a freak. And then Glenda's like, oh, I feel bad. Yes. And she's like, I'll dance like a freak too. And now they're friends. Yep. Um, and then she sings Popular. That's which how friendship is... works. Connor, do you have a joke about Popular? Do I have a I don't know. Joke you had a great one for what is this feeling? I just assumed. Oh, um, well, I said that this song is shady as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll show you how to be beautiful and cool. That's no, my dream. It's shady to politicians, which is good. It's, but also, uh, she like said there are a couple of lines that I, I didn't write down any specifically where she's like basically telling Elphaba how much she sucks. Yes, and I'm like, yeah. wow, change who you are, and change, you'll be cool. Fundam- it's the grease principle. Change fundamentally everything about yourself, and people will like you. Correct. And it's like a really shady okay, song. But is it wrong? I mean, no, it's not. It's not wrong. I would like to say it doesn't stick, though. That's like, true. Like she doesn't. Like she does it the next day in class. Famously, she's because been they knew one another. Yeah. They have been changed for good. So, ouch. Or <laughs> skipping right ahead. Ouch. Um, okay, let's let's take a break with popular, and then we'll come back and yeah. do the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> is our dramaturg. I would really like that position. Whatever horrible lore shit you just read about where (laughs) Elphaba's from. Okay. Maguire expands the geography of Oz, taking Elphaba through all four quadrants of the magical land and delving deeply into locations that may have only brief references in Baum's novel. She is born in Munchkinland to the east, grows up in Quadling country to the south, goes to college in the heart of Gilligan to the north, becomes a rebel in the Emerald City, and forges a new life for herself in the arid and mountainous... Binkus to the west. Binkus to the west. V-I-N-K-U-S. The quadlings are mentioned in The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, but Maguire provides vivid detail of their swamp-like country to the south and the ways their rights are violated. Unnecessary. No one needs that backstory. (laughs) I don't care. This is my problem with all fantasy. Game of Thrones, uh, Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. I don't care where people are from. (laughs) To be attacked like this in my own home. That would be like if you read a book and every single character that was introduced, they were like, this is Joseph from Canada. 
Kansas. This is Natalie from Arizona. Like, who gives a shit? I don't care. You're Tell describing all of fantasy. Life. I know. Literally, it's literally. So like, you guys are literally coming for Connor Imagine and Ryan. I know. Like, man. Any fiction book was written like that. Like, uh, this is Connor Relia from Illinois. Like, <laughs> What's the geography okay. like there? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, he lives near a large, large lake, but some is farmland Ooh. to the south. <laughs> to the north, it's very cold. Like, oh! <laughs> oh my God, I don't care. I've never cared less. <sighs> okay, I just needed to get that on the record. Fantasy sucks. <laughs> Wow, I don't think Connor or Ryan will ever talk to you That's ever again. Fine. It's true. This is care. my final episode. Everyone, thank you Sorry very much. Sorry that you're such sluts for geography. <laughs> I don't care. Here, I thought I was going to get the most hate mail in this yeah, episode. No. Yeah, I'm truly. Ready. At me. I don't care. I'm ready to get in a fight about this. <laughs> Respect the lore. Respect, Respect the tree people. <laughs> oh, what's their climate like? Tell Trace. me about your biodome. <laughs> <laughs> Just everything spews out of me. I explode. Okay. Biodome. This is now a science podcast. There is a biodome in Phoenix. It is where I spent a very terrible field trip as a child. Okay. Awful. All right. Only one in the there? United States. Tell me about it. It's just Were there magical t- people? No. Did they have a cast? Oompa, no. Doompa. <laughs> Um, okay, so after popular, popular, after she gets her makeover, uh, she goes to her class with the goat professor. Yep, and he's like, "Guys, bad news. I can't be your professor anymore. They let me teach this one class to tell you all that I couldn't be your professor." He was he was an adjunct, you know. He wasn't tenured yet. (laughs) And that's the problem. That's what the capital A animals were fighting for. It's true. Tenure. Tenure. They Um, wanted tenure and health care. They wanted to be on that track, man. So Alphaba wants to help, but everyone's like, no, we live in a police state. Um, <laughs> and then afterwards, the students are introduced to the cage. Oh, yeah. She animals, freaks out because the they're trying speak. to inject a little lion cub. Oh, yeah. In the, so Alphaba's in class with Fierro. These prof- like weird sciencey people come in. Take away Dr. Dillamond, bring in this lion in a cage. Mm-hmm. Alpha Buff freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody freezes. And then. A classic PETA origin story. Yeah. And then Fierro. Let's talk about the PETA of it all. <laughs> grabs the cage, runs away with Alphaba. It starts raining. This is to signal that Fierro is actually a good guy. And yes. we do like him, the Winky Prince. Yes. And he actually has a heart. And she doesn't spell him. For whatever reason. So they run away into the rain where we discover that Alphaba is not susceptible to water. Spoiler. Alert. Oh, I didn't even fucking realize that it was uh, raining. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, because yeah. the whole point, that's like the whole trick of it at the end. Madeline- well, no, I knew, I oh, know okay, that, okay, I know okay. that part, but I didn't realize that it was raining, yeah. which is like the whole. Madame He's like, because Fierro in, in the press conference in the second act is like, you guys are idiots. Yes, Water exactly. can't melt her. Yes. So I didn't realize that he's he like, had I've like witnessed it. that. It's because Madame Morrible comes in and goes, oh my gosh, you mustn't get wet, dear. And then she like does something with her hands and Alphabet's like, oh my God. And she goes, weather has always been my speciality because she says it like a dick. Well, and then it's <laughs> it's the morable it of it all. It is horrible of it all. To be attacked for artistic flair uh, is just I will say every morable I have ever seen 
says it that way. Oh, okay. I believe well, that. Well, when I play Madame Morrible, which is the role I was born to play, <laughs> I, know that I will you. also say it, especialité. Especialité. And I will do hands like this. <laughs> which is foreshadowing <laughs> for later. Yeah, because she uh, is the one who calls the tornado. Real quick, to jump back on the rain thing. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. <laughs> so I only know this from Wizard of Oz, but is there like a history of like rain affecting witches because i only knew it from this and then wicket's like actually we just made that up it's the idea that her skin is so dirty and she's so evil that this clean pure water will melt her right it's like it it also kind of goes back to the idea of like and i mean if we're going to talk about witches we got to talk about salem yep Okay. One begets the other. One begets the other. But it's the idea of like when they were uh, during the witch trials, like the whole idea was that if um, they were in the rain, they'd melt. Yeah. Or it was essentially of like if the women would float, they were witches. Okay. um, Because like water wouldn't touch them. Because I've heard of running water with vampires. But oh I yeah, how heard they can't of, cross running water. They, can, they like I don't know something they disintegrate or something. But like I haven't heard that for witches. So when I saw that, they're like, oh, obviously they don't melt. I'm like, you were the one that put it forward. <laughs> you said that it's the idea that they're so dirty right. and like so evil that like this pure, clean water will melt them. Right. I'm sorry. I just realized. Again, I'm off topic here. That Doctor Delamond couldn't say Galinda's name because he's a goat. <laughs> Correct. We are saying, well past this point. Linda. Correct. I wish for death every day. <laughs> he Wait, goes, Linda. So stupid. Or he says spit. So he, he says spits. it correctly. Yes, he just can't. He either. He just speaks with a goat accent. <laughs> oh, so now we're attacking accents. <laughs> I hate spits. this show. It's the racism. I've done a full one. <laughs> or he spits because he'll go, Linda. Yeah. Sorry to anybody who just had to hear that. This show is famously about racism. It's about politics. So that'd be like if a a person from another country couldn't say my name. And you were like, in solidarity with you, I will will change change my my name name to something that is the same, but a little. Just I'll take out the Y. It would be like, I'm dropping the Y from my name. I'm I'm not Ryan. I'm I'm Ryan. Ryan. I'm Ryan now because (laughs) this guy couldn't say my name. You're like, that's really yeah. bad and that's what Fiero thinks and he's like that's the worst fucking thing I've yes. ever heard I'm leaving <laughs> yes she's literally like my name is Glinda now in solidarity solidarity and Fiero's like no you dumb literally, you're a fucking idiot you're dumb this is Coney 2012 all over. oh my god did we ever catch him <laughs> you not. guys we didn't catch you Coney you cannot hashtag activism and you cannot just change your name <laughs> to solve problems and then Glinda runs off the train platform it's like no I'm such a dummy and then Elphaba's like come with me to the Emerald City to the Emerald City one, one short, short day, day. Alright, um, we do theater. Uh, so, <laughs> we are actors. So, so now we get to go to Oz and all the people are like, look at our little glasses. Yes. Look at our green outfits. Look at our group think. It's look not menacing. Our, look at our steampunk. We love it, but it's green. We can't be late for Wizomania. What oh the God. fuck is Wizomania? It's a show about how amazing the wizard is. With state, those big it's a propaganda. show within a show that is also a show within a show within a show. State propaganda. With so it's like basically North Korea. Korea yeah. in Oz. I mean. Yeah. 
Because they like worship their glorious leader, the wizard. Yes. <laughs> Lest he bring down fire on them, I'm guessing, because he's magic. Could be anything. Yeah. Who knows what that big head could do? Yeah, you don't. He surrounds himself with fire and brimstone. Just crash air balloons into us. For the yeah. Rest of our lives. <laughs> the show. The devastation a hot air balloon could wreck. Truly. <laughs> It's just awful. Especially in like a rural economy like Oz. Devastating. Devastating. Um, famously, the wildfires in California started by hot air balloons. I mean, we we need more hot air balloon regulation in this country. Yep. And that's how we and solve it's a crisis. It's a crisis. Um, the girls meet the wizard. And um, this was my first introduction to Joel Gray. Gray. Yeah, because I had oh, famously never seen Cabaret until God. two weeks yeah. away. <laughs> two weeks <laughs> two ago. Two weeks ago. In 2019. Oh, my God. So I was like, oh, okay. And then everyone's like, Joel Gray, famously the MC in Cabaret. I'm like, well, he did play the wizard, and I guess I could see that for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's your impression of Joel Gray as an actor. I get it. He's like a con man freak. Uh, sure. He is, I buy it. You know, a musical theater legend. Yeah. Uh, oh, for God. being in Wicked. <laughs> Obviously. That's why I know him. <laughs> Um, and he's like, uh, I promise that I'm actually, I'm actually nice. I'm actually actually not even like bad at all. I'm just doing my best. We're all just doing our best. It definitely falls into the thing that Steven Schwartz shows does where like his villains tend to be very compelling. Yes. Um, very interesting, very like multifaceted because like, uh, Frollo in Hunchback of Notre Dame is like one of the most interesting, like, characters villain characters in disney movies because he's so multifaceted um and even though he's like really fucking evil well they also you know had to get rid of like the rape stuff from well that too (laughs) (laughs) um but like in and like the um the player in pippin Mm -hmm. is like you just he's so compelling and you love watching that character um especially when i mean ben vereen hello or (laughs) patina miller oh god we love patina miller (laughs) This is Listen. all going over my head. Um, Brian's never, like, I'm out. Yeah. But, never seen Pippin. <laughs> but it, it Frollo's uh, song was a jam. Did we talk about that? He's like, I love me some Hellfire. Oh, oh my God. God. That was a <laughs> The only Disney villain to be compelled by horniness? Uh, all of them. Scar? <laughs> Scar Ursula. probably. Extremely horny. <laughs> Ursula? Katie's very horny. Yeah. I would not say Ursula's horny. She's just sexual. Ursula. She did make a move on Prince Eric, though. That's true. Bruce. Uh, I mean, but I thought, but she how was, could you resist? She was trying to do that in order to fuck over Ariel. It's all a power move. Hey, call him A, call him B. Though. You don't know. <laughs> I get the snack too. All right. Gaston, horny. Oh, yeah, oh, that's true. Big time. The, the most horny. man of all. The most horny. Next um, podcast, horniest Disney villains. <laughs> Tune in, guys. 100%. Um, okay, so if... So the wizard's like, I promise I'm not that bad. And then he's like, oh, Alphaba, you got powers. Uh, Just do this one little thing for me, and then I'll do whatever you want. And he gives her a spell book, the Grimmery. Yep. And then um, she's supposed to try and make the wizard's monkey slave fly. Yep. And it goes horribly awry. And she's like, no, I've become what I hated the most. Um, and she's so fucking pissed. She's like, so all sad. right, monkey, let's go. She and grabs she runs that monkey by the, the wings. And, she... and then Glinda's like, oh, you done did it now, dummy. And look, we only have this broom. How are we going to get out of here? And Elba's like, 
watch this. <laughs> um, I do need to say full disclosure. I have cried every single time I've watched it. Thank when you. Gravity happens, and Thank I you. cry when I hear it. Also, thank you. <laughs> Literally, I will weep. Thank you. Defying Gravity is the song that catapulted this show into legend status yeah. in under six minutes. You can watch a <laughs> compilation of yep. of like the best ten alphabas singing Defying Gravity yep. on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Like it's the signature song. Yep. Because you gotta scream it. Yep. You gotta scream. You can play alphabet. You better scream. You better scream. That's so good. You gotta screech. I I ugly cry every yeah. time. Oh, it's very like, moving. I told Ryan when we went to go see the show. We were sitting down and I go, I need you to know I'm going to cry twice and I'm going to cry twice very hard. I'll cry to find I gravity cry. And, and for good. good. Uh, she did. Leading, leading up to it. Confirmed. Can't confirm. Like, like she Elf- knew it was coming. So she started crying like, five yeah, they're just before. I really Glenda did. and Alphabet are just talking to each other. And she's like, <laughs> like, and I'm like, like this isn't a room. sad part. She's like, just say you're sorry. And I'm like, okay. Say you're sorry. It's not that good. So would (laughs) what? Oh wow! No, the lead up. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. So would you say that Define Gravity, as far as like you were talking about the I Want song, Mm -hmm. this is the fuck society. I'll do whatever I want to do. (laughs) I want song, sort of, because she doesn't like fully lean into the like fuck society thing until um, Fierro. But this is the song. This is the let it go of this. Yeah, this is essentially the. is the fuck society it's uh, I get nothing's gonna bring me down yeah it's like her like kind of like accepting that she's never gonna I feel like no good deed is let it go it's the it's the it's the lean in of it all (laughs) she's like well they're already talking shit so I might as well just be the baddie they all want me to yeah that's 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 let it go it's also the break into two it's also but I think no good deed is really no good deed is really where she says I'm gonna be the bad guy that everybody thinks that's the villain song yeah that's but the, she's like still misunderstood. In Defying Gravity, it's more of her saying like, "I'm through accepting limits." I, yeah, she's like, "I'm, I'm gonna accept that I can do what I mm-hmm. want to do." Go with Ryan here. I think it's the let it go of it all. And this I think was this no was all to set up when she makes the snow monster. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this was the setup to you say mean like Olaf. <laughs> Define- no, the, Yeti. the scary one. <laughs> the big scary. Olaf is scary. <laughs> In what world? Okay. All right, pause wicked. We're starting a new podcast. Connor, I need every detail about this. I don't want that little sco- snowman fuck following don't, me around. Don't like his little hair. Get out of here, Josh Gad. Nobody wants you. That's true. I right? want Beanie Feldstein and nothing else. Love Olaf. And his warm hugs. Currently um, being played by a lady on Broadway. She performs a spell yeah. on a broom and flies away. <laughs> That's the end of Act One. <laughs> Rude. Well, honestly, honestly, the just Defying Gravity is such a perfect act ender. Oh, yes. it's like it's, the yep, perfect act great, finale. Yep, yeah. Um, you can't top it. Nope. The minute she like starts taking off just chills everywhere well it's also just like the orchestration at that moment with and you're just like this is everything i've ever wanted and tears are just streaming down my face her capes all flying i'm just like it's incredible it is one of the most beautiful musical theater moments ever and i will Die on this hill. That's fine. We'll let you do that. <laughs> That's what we're here for. This it's over Broadway. This place to die. One yeah, of the absolutely. hills that I will die <laughs> the on. The hill Brace on death. which you'll die. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with Act Two. Oh, I also wanted to point out oh. that I noticed that uh, at the end of uh, Defying Gravity, they go into a minor key to show that she's evil. Things now. have changed. Yeah. Things have changed. <laughs> Changes are happening. And I was like, and I like realized that, and I was like, mm, 
she's like evil now. She's like using it. musical cues to it indicate changes. To indicate changes. Thank you. Um, I would like to say that the Act Two opener, thank goodness, is one of those underrated goodness. songs in the Wicked. I love score. all the uh, ensemble like choral. Yeah, they're really instruments. Good. I think they're really so pretty good. and really. Uh, fun to listen to. Yeah, I agree. like I think "Thank Goodness" is not appreciated in the way that it should be. It is a jam. I regularly listen to it just for funsies. Yeah, it's, it's also really interesting because it's again that idea of um. And I'm sorry, I'm bringing us back to the theme. Um, <laughs> God, keeping us on task. I know. Uh, it uh plays with the idea of like two sides of the same story because like Glinda is like celebrating this uh engagement with Fiero, but at the same time, underneath it all, she's like. Um, my life is actually kind of fucked right now. <laughs> she also forced him to get engaged, exactly. didn't tell him, and then planned a public ceremony for it. So right, and that that also plays into the one of the other themes of the show is like media and narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. there's so much around um media and the way that like stories are told mm-hmm. within this or uh, spun, yeah, or mm-hmm. spun. Um, especially with like Madame Morrible and the whole press secretary role. Um, it's uh. It definitely plays into that theme as well. So it is a really good song for many reasons. It hits multiple layers. <laughs> now we're so getting fun. to the levels uh-huh. we spoke of. <laughs> you know, those two levels. <laughs> um, uh, also, Fierro's, this press conference, Fierro's also um, being appointed as captain of the guard, um, which is really just find the girl I love. Yep. But with an official title. Yep. Um. And all the crowd is like, oh, no, we're afraid. And he's like, you're all stupid, dumb idiots. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I feel like there's a better way to go about that. But okay. <laughs> like, then he runs away. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And he's like, I'll do this on my yeah, own. He's like, bye. And Glenn is like, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, then Alphaba's like, better go visit my sister. Yep. Uh, who's now the boss of the Munchkins. Because her father died from shame. <laughs> Things that eventually happen. what will take all of us out. What is um, this Star Wars? This like, is, what's going on? This is that's some fucking like that Victorian. Is my fear, that's to be some so embarrassed <laughs> that I die. <laughs> that's some like Victorian level As thing. Was her father like, a sixteen-year-old girl? Like, like, her, <laughs> the daughter died from um, like breathing wrong yeah. or something like too that. Hot. <laughs> yes. He died from, from agony. She was too excited and she just she died. The Emperor of Munchkinland died from shame. Well, I would Shame over which daughter is Alphaba. the main question. Because he doesn't know that Nessa is a, a crazy little person. Bitch. Well, now she fully is and she's taken away all the Munchkins' rights yep. so that they can't leave her. Nope. Um mainly just Bach. Yeah, mostly really, Bach. really Bach. She's and like, honestly, how do I create specific legislation? <laughs> For one that person. doesn't seem specific. <laughs> that in fact fucks everyone. For one person. For one person. That's who a level a fuck of boy who you should not like. <laughs> this is an anti-Bach space. <laughs> Are an anti-Bach household. Oh my god. Um, Alphaba's like. Even though Bach is the role that I would probably play. You in are show. factually correct. <laughs> I was like really uncomfortable because I was like, you know what? Type Connor is. He's a Bach. He's a Connor Bach. is a Bach. So but Bach I fucking guy. hate that guy. Um, <laughs> he's a dick. Doesn't make the best Elphaba choices. Goes to Nessa and she's like, 
Alphaba saves his life and then he's like, fuck that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go kill her with my axe. Okay, save his life is a loose term. Okay, but Nessa almost kills him. She turns him into the Tin Man. Okay, but still, like, Nessa almost kills him and she and Alphaba. She's doing damage control. Alphaba is doing damage control. On the fly. It's not like she's read the grammar. It's a thick spell book. (laughs) She's just supposed to know it by now. She's still on chapter one. Spells on people. You'll read the fine prints. If she had had Save two this person's aunts. life. Note, they may be brought back as a soulless, lifeless automaton. <laughs> Do not perform under haste or agitation. Well, if she had been Sabrina the Teenage Witched, she might know her spells better. But unfortunately, she's two. learning on the fly. Yeah. Well, we all her would love a weird robot cat. <laughs> Same. Um, Elphaba <laughs> is like, let's attack the wizard. And Ness is like, I can't walk and this man doesn't love me. I'm sort of busy here in Munchkin Land. <laughs> <clears throat> and Alpha was like, great, I can solve one of those problems. <laughs> Here's some shoes. Um, and then uh, Ness was like, great, now I can walk. Box definitely going to love me. This was the problem all along. <laughs> the problem was me the entire and time. And he's like, whoa, no, even worse. And now that you can walk, maybe you can let me leave. And he, she's like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> And she's like, I'm going to read this horrible Latin and do my best. <laughs> and it uh, shrinks his little heart. And Elphaba's like, I'll do my best. I'll just take his heart away. And then he won't need it. Yep. And he'll just be the Tin Man. But he'll still be sentient. <laughs> I just want to say that everything happening at this point is like a fever dream. <laughs> of like, I had this dream last night. And then like she walked. And then she turned him into a robot. And then she took out his heart and then they flew away. And like, this is why prequels shouldn't exist. Just let the things that are just be. It's I more don't need to know yeah, why a thing happened. You just tell me that it happened and I'll take you at your word because I'm buying into the reality yeah. of the world that right. you're building. I don't need to like, I need you to go back and be like, and he's the Tin Man because he was in love with his sister <laughs> right. and she snatched his heart. Like, I don't care. It's I'll more, just accept that there's a magic Tin Man. Right. It's more interesting to like have the thing The magical just be element mystery of it. Right. Yeah. It, the, uh, the I don't need an explanation for everything. That was my thesis going into this, actually. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a term or not. Mm-hmm. It probably is. Okay. But if not, I'm going to coin it right now. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you, <laughs> readers, you heard it here first. <laughs> a self-fulfilling prequel. Uh-huh. That oh. all of this that's happening right now happens because the Wizard of Oz already exists. Exactly. Right. And it's like, you just met a scarecrow that could talk, and you're like, okay, it's a fucking scarecrow. Right. Like, whatever. Like, there's a Tin Man, whatever. And this, they're like... These super contrived, weird ways mm-hmm. for why the Tin Man exists, and you're right. like, I was right. fine with a just dude just like right. being a Tin but Man. You can make the argument for the same thing about like Star Wars. Like, I was we just going to say to know why Han Solo is co- like yes, right, why exactly. Han Solo is. You don't need to make a whole movie exactly. I was just going to bring up why Solo. Han Solo, and that's is where a Han person. Solo gets his gun. You're like, I thought <laughs> right. he just found. I it. don't like, care. Right. It doesn't matter. I don't care where guns. I don't need to okay. see him do the this Kessel was the Run. climate like... on his original planet. <laughs> I don't care. Take it back. You take it back okay, right Mar- now. Mar- the he climate wears vests because he's actually important. from a very cold climate, and that's why he wears pants. That's important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some of this stuff is cool. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I like really, the show. Really I just like think it is. It feels. It can feel very contrived. Wizard of yeah, Oz absolutely. is convenient in that, like, there's not 
a person on this planet who hasn't heard of it yeah. or seen right. it. So you're like, oh, okay. But like, imagine a world where a person has never seen Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. and they go and see Wicked and they're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and you're like, no, it's because yeah. this thing The joke exists. only works because you know that he- Exactly. Beca- like, you're like, oh, the Tin Man who I love and is on Dorothy's side. Because his heart- they, And yeah. now I'm seeing his backstory. Yeah, it doesn't work to watch it in order. It doesn't work to be like- Well, then we the can get to Ryan's biggest plot hole. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which gotta one? It down. Why does Fiero help Dorothy? Um, to to get to the other the side. other side. <laughs> yeah. Because right, so the, the show came down. And he goes, so Fiero's scared crow, and I said, yeah. And he goes, but he helps Dorothy yeah. melt his girlfriend. And I was like, but well, she doesn't melt. She doesn't melt. He knows that. And he goes, but why did he help her in the first place? And I was like, she got him down from the stick. He goes, why? And I'm just I'll like, tell you why. It's the same reason everyone in every witness protection movie <laughs> lies and says a person is dead when they're not. It's so that the person can get away. Yeah. So it takes the heat off of them. Oh, they're dead. We don't have to worry about him. That's the entire reason that the uh, the whole like plot device of her popping up from the trap exists is yeah. to show that like oh she She's faked her. Was death. I saying that in regards to like so he repaid her when she got him down from the stick? But like he could have just fucking went to the wicked witch and be like, <laughs> hey, I'm good. I was on a post, but I'm free now. Some girl walked by, but. I mean, I don't have to like indenture myself to her now <laughs> on this like very dangerous journey. She's wearing your sister's shoes, Point. so I followed Points her. Points have been made. Point. Points have been made. And- <laughs> also, she's coming to kill you, so I feel like I should at least bring Warn this up. You like tell a crow because I or love a you apparently. Or well, whispered into a poppy. Well, if we're going to be honest, isn't Dorothy kind of set on the path to do the wizard's dirty work yes. for yes. him? Because the wizard is the one who sends her to kill the Wicked Witch. Yes. And if we buy into the Wicked lore of it all, the wizard and the Wicked Witch are enemies because famously the wizard is terrible. Yes. But at any point, the Scarecrow had been like, listen, I <laughs> went to high school with her. <laughs> And she's really angry. She's really misunderstood. (laughs) The wizard is crazy. Let me just, let me tell you, let me have a five minute conversation with you. That's true. And I can like clear this whole thing up. Also, Glinda puts Dorothy on the path. Mm -hmm. Well, to get to the wizard. Yeah. But is that because she wants Dorothy to expose the wizard? She's like, I can't do it, but this bitch (laughs) can. Maybe. Maybe. Possible. She's already revered as a hero god by the Munchkins <laughs> because she defeated their terrible oppressor. And she is now the new terrible oppressor. And so instead of me doing this, I'm just going to send Dorothy to pull back the curtain and everyone in Oz can be like, go, the wizard sucks. So basically we're asking Dorothy to be the new conqueror. Yeah. yeah. Okay, got to it. replace the wizard. Yeah. Right. With a bucket. But instead, Dorothy leaves, and the but problems yeah. in Oz remain. And then Oz goes into a form no, of anarchy. Exactly. No, central leader. Glinda is the central is leader. ISIS. We've saved the town, Patrick. These are the conditions in which ISIS was created. And then there's a there's a power void. Yes. You see, this is how it happens. Oz is now controlled by the Munchkin version of ISIS. Yes. I don't How make the rules. That's geopolitical <laughs> conflict, baby. That's you're That's right, Nally. This structure. is the biggest plot hole. <laughs> ISIS. Where was Munchkin ISIS? 
Linda Mice. becomes the ruler of Oz. What, there is a central ruler. Okay, so it was her plot to get to the power. Oh, okay, so it's a power struggle. So it is a power struggle. Essential so, fantasy so narrative. Really, in this uh, in this entire thing, Glinda is the main villain. Yes. Uh no. <laughs> Let me use. This She's girl the one from who Kansas. wants to become the new emperor. We don't know that. She just does. Okay, but is she mm-hmm. doing that so that she can help the animals? Aminals? The capital no. animals. Isn't Did, she do she becomes the emperor and she's like, I'm the good and now like everything's back to normal. I yes. don't does she in do theory that? she's on the side of she's not doing much by taking the out of her name. <laughs> she but is the white feminist. There of it was all. an attempt. <laughs> True. She does send Morable to prison. She yes. tells the wizard yeah. to leave. Yeah. She is the person. Sorry, who, that's our radiator. Uh, it sounds like a man is trying to break his way out of it with a lead pipe. Here's Johnny. <laughs> it's um, horrifying to hear in the day when you're home alone. Yep. I was like, Mitch, I think there's something in our pipes. We're definitely haunted. It's, uh, it's fine. Just old John Henry hammering his way out. Oh my God. That's a reference. Wow. Um, that's, a, that's an old one. But then Glinda takes the grimmery. When Elphaba melts herself. Right. And is like, I'm going to do something for good and make a choice to do something for, for good. good. And then I goes the only out one and discovers rule this land. that the wizard <laughs> knocked up Elphaba's mom. My white aristocratic <laughs> yep. upbringing yep. is superior <laughs> yep. to a democratically so led I'm nation. So, what I want to know is when did the Munchkins lead a French Revolution style revolution. It can't be much longer afterwards, right? You would think. (laughs) Like, the guillotine has to make its way to Oz at some point. I think they were on the way to behead her, and then the house (laughs) fell on her. Got it. And they were like, oh no, no, we're all already here. Oh, for for Glinda. For Glinda, Glinda. yeah. Well, I mean, for Nessa. How do they get her down from her bubble? That's true uh, as well. I feel like a well-timed, sharp object would do the trick. Yeah. It's a bubble. You're not wrong. An errant tree branch could uh, could get the job done. Throw the apple, like, just <laughs> pop it, you know? Like, yeah, we're the trees tack. that throw apples at us. Uh... Just glue strips of thumbtacks to tree branches. Like this, a, a long stick, maybe? I just want to say we're helping Munchkin Isis a lot here. It's Isis. <laughs> It's like not that hard to remember. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're definitely on a list. Yeah, this. I was going to say. I don't know who's, <laughs> I don't know if it's ours or theirs, but. Mitch some... is like, I got to remove all this part of mentioning ISIS. He's going to censor out his own name. The FBI is on their way right now. <laughs> We're Alexis literally blocks away from the United Nations. It. I would like to believe that Glinda is good and stays good at oh, the end of the show. I mean, the I, I mean, if we know anything, it's that absolute power corrupts absolutely. So you're not wrong. <laughs> she so is I feel a like Glinda she is... literally hey, lives in a bubble. <laughs> maybe she puts a democracy into place. We not we we don't know. See, we're doing a lot of groundwork. There's a lot of plot <laughs> holes. Just... I feel like she falls on the let them eat cake. She's the Marie Antoinette. She is the Marie Antoinette of Oz, which is why I say, "When is the French French Revolution?" Revolution Yeah, absolutely. That's a whole other musical. You've already talked about it. Uh, That's true. (laughs) No, actually, that wasn't what musical. Les Mis isn't. Les Mis isn't the French Revolution. It's the May Rebellion. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Come on, get oh, your French. Oh, snap. oh my yeah. God! You are correct. Was Natalie wrong about <laughs> a musical? But no. we have it on record, right? <laughs> oh you can God. replay this. Over I'm gonna and over. listen to this every night. <laughs> we'll get Mitch to get a clean cut of that <laughs> yeah, and just have a drop Thank for you. you to it's play. my phone ringtone. <laughs> Connor correcting Natalie about <laughs> um, a musical. <laughs> I was being generic. You dick. I get it. <laughs> I do want. I know say, what you. I know what you meant. Yeah. Okay. Because it is started this hellhole for me. So I hope you like it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Please forgive me. It's trying to be funny. To get back to the show, after no. Bach is turned into a, a man made of tin, Alphaba <laughs> goes back to the wizard's house. Yes. And he's, she's like, I got to get the rest of these monkeys. Yep. I got to get the rest of these monkeys. And then monkeys. they do a tap dance. Um, they do. Which feels like a choice. Um, <laughs> and he's like, it's not my fault. I'm just doing the best I can yep. with what I've got. Which like, Okay. Um, this is him trying to convince her to like stop being a terrorist yeah. <laughs> and come work with him. Yeah. yeah, stop actively fighting me. Join yes. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to make a reference, but I don't know any comic books, so unfortunately, <laughs> I can't. Um, this is famously what when my middle school theater teacher saw Wicked for the first time. She loves it as much as I do. She referred to the two wizard songs as the bathroom songs. <laughs> Yeah, Which are the times that are appropriate to oh, go pee. Yeah. I skip Sentimental <laughs> skip Man you, literally every single They're time. literally not. Wonderful and Sentimental Man are not on my iPod. <laughs> yeah. You can't. You <laughs> simply like... cannot. Um, I do want to note that... Um, so, Fierro helps Alphaba escape. Yes. And from... From the wizard, and they sing, um, as long as, as, as you're mine. mine, as long as you're mine, which I put on a mixtape and submitted as a school project, yes, <laughs> for my lit class in yes. sophomore year. Probably, we had to, we read Romeo and Juliet. Oh yep. One of the options for the projects was you could make a mixtape, damn, and like explain why the songs you chose would work for like uh-huh. the essentially the story and yeah. i was cool. like okay the time that they get together like yep. yeah. is gonna be as long as you're mine and i was like so excited i got to play it in class <laughs> two truly crickets <laughs> literally everyone was like what the fuck is this and i was like it's really great and i think it really works and uh people who shall remain nameless uh but who i will never forgive were like that's a really bad song and we were, were mad that you made us listen to it i'm like <laughs> Well, if you actually think about it, it's really smart, and I'm good at this. And then Meryl went home and literally died of shame. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I she died, died, of died of shame. A very common Death. way to go. Death. I yes. just curled up like a little shrimp. Just. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I just needed that on the record that I made a mixtape with Wicked on it. Well, it's also the song that plays when Ryan calls me. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. That's nice. <laughs> Nice. Aren't I a dick? <laughs> and Ryan's is Natalie being wrong. <laughs> Imperial March, actually. That's fine. Somehow worse. And the ugliest photo that Ryan could ever take of me. That's the is point. Always my contact. Oh, I love that. It changes every couple months. <laughs> Just, to keep it fresh. Whenever we're doing something, he don't takes let the love just die the out. worst photos of me. You know, like mid sneeze. That's yeah. a really good one. I keep just a folder of those on my phone of Mitch. <laughs> same, same. For later. Right. I don't show anybody them. Oh, They're sure. just for me. Oh, sure. Yeah. Make your own happiness. Exactly. When he makes me really mad, I just look through the folder. I'm like, ha ha, you stupid idiot. One time you made a dumb face. <laughs> That's why I'm right. <laughs> That's love in 2019, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so then after as long as you're mine, Elphaba has a vision yep. and sees the flying tornado house. Yep. She's cool like, projection. I, I gotta check this out. Um, and Fierro's like, don't worry, I have a spare castle for you. <laughs> which she, re- that's which, my dream. Which she accurately responds and says, you have another castle? <laughs> what do you do with your regular castle? And he's like, it's my winter house. No one lives there during the year except for the servants. And then she's like, bitch, you crazy. So at least she accurately is like, bitch, Fucking you crazy. rich people. Okay, but one, just once in my life, I would love for some guy to be like, I've got a spare castle you can see. Do you want another you hear house? that, Mitch? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just go live in your drafty <laughs> winter house, in you freak. Castle. I would love that, actually. In Vincus? <clears throat> in Vincus. <laughs> Uh, honestly, more points if you can let me stay in a land called Vincus. <laughs> All right, Mitch, batter up. <laughs> um, <laughs> then <laughs> Mitch is like Vincus. <laughs> That's a name I would threaten to name our pet. <laughs> threaten. Along it's with, a threat. Along I'm going to get a dog and name it Vincus. Vincus, come here, boy. <laughs> I want to get a bird and name it Stew, S-T-E-W. <laughs> I was like, all you want to do is name your animals household objects. <laughs> yeah, well, they're Computers, good names. <laughs> television. Come here, plant. Lamp. Oh, plant. Where's I would plate? Name a fish Come plant. here, plate. <laughs> That's a dumb name. Soup spoon. <laughs> I would never name an animal plate. <laughs> you Tom. name your son plate. <laughs> That's a boy name. Okay. <laughs> Um, are plates boys or girls? <laughs> oh no, not this again! <laughs> plates are famously girls. Oh, not this make again! The rules. We'll play that at the end. Oh, yeah. uh, Glenda and Alphaba meet in Munchkinland once again, where Nessa's been crushed. Got there too late. We'll say one of the best Rip. comedic scenes of the show when they start spinning the wand. They start doing Elaborate. like the ninja thing. Oh yeah, oh, she's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I she's forgot like, about that. I how dare you? I wanted one last minute with my sister, and then you had to give that bitch my shoes. Mm-hmm. And then Glinda was like, "I was just trying to help." And then they start like <laughs> slapping each other. Yeah. And then Glinda like spins her wand like a ninja. Sure. And it turns it's into this funny very to do funny bits moment. when your sister's dead. Yes, that's funny. Yes. I mean, I always find the best time for comedy is funerals. after. Is that funerals? Yep. Like one hundred percent. State funerals. <laughs> Um, yeah, she gave away the shoes, which rude, like things yep. like that have to go through a process. That's yep. why you have a trust, a will, etc. Well, now you know why Alphabo is so mad. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That like, that would be weird though, if they weren't super powered shoes though. Right. Like my sister's just been murdered. I gave her her purse. I hope you're not mad about this. <laughs> okay, but if you got to your sis- your dead sister's house and like your old friend you had a falling out with was like. What I gave her items to a stranger. Yeah. I thought you'd be cool with that. I <laughs> let her be like, "What the fuck?" I, I let her take your laptop. Is that okay? Isn't that fine? <laughs> Why are you so mad? All right, let's pretend fight. <laughs> let's... <laughs> it was the only thing left of her. That's true. I'm. Um. And she gave it to a stranger. A she could have grabbed her little too. stripy stockings. I mean, that was those were still around. Those haven't been washed in quite some time, and I think you knew that. <laughs> She can't feel it. She feet. can't take her shoes off, or <laughs> okay. she won't be okay. able to walk <laughs> to put the tights in the wash. So she sleeps with the shoes on. Yeah, presumably. Yeah. She has well, to get, up, get up in the night. I don't want. Yeah. What her- do you guys not put slippers on when you get out of bed? Oh, are the slippers magic? <laughs> no. Maybe. My question is: Is 
does she have the shoes on in bed? No. Yeah, she's a horrible little witch. If she wants to use her legs. <laughs> she's a gross, grimy little freak. And she wears her shoes in bed. Probably wears Rude. jeans in there, too. <laughs> Disgusting, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> wears jeans to bed. So does Mitch. Right. Gross. I don't wear you. jeans to bed. <laughs> I sit down on the bed with pants on. <laughs> I'm always like, you're making me sound like a sociopath podcast. right <laughs> this now. Is, this is why Ryan is the only straight man we've ever had on this podcast. And the last. <laughs> this is why Mitch isn't allowed to talk. It's true. Jeans on bed wearer. He disgusting. like sits on the bed and put his shoes on, and I'm like, no. You're making it sound like I sleep with jeans on. <laughs> Do though. not. Do not get under the covers no. with jeans no. on. Just that don't. is. That's no. a criminal crime. behavior. I never do that. Ryan Illegal. does not do that. Like a pervert. He still touches his gross ass jeans to our bed. I just put on nice. my shoes. Do it on the couch. <laughs> you cannot wear day clothes on the bed. Correct. That's just true. not allowed. Our, especially in New York City where everything is disgusting. Yeah. Got me just there. gnarly. Got her dead to rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So now uh, Dorothy's off on the Elbrick Road um, wearing heels on a long journey, which is... Wait, Ugh, we missed something. Not a great idea. Because we, uh, we missed Fierro getting taken. Yeah, f- no, I've got it. Fueled oh. by a rivalry over Fierro, two of a heated argument fight. Guards arrive to arrest Elphaba. Fierro arrives and holds Glinda hostage until Elphaba's allowed to go free. Glinda pleads for the guards not to harm him, but they don't listen. And they escort Fierro to a nearby cornfield where they can interrogate and torture him by crucifixion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Which is why he's on the on the stick. On the stick. Yeah. Which and then Alphaba comes up with a really cool trap door. She's like, wait, you're already on a stick and you're in a cornfield. Yep. So so this Scarecrow. now another plot hole. How the fuck did the two of them like have enough time or like when do they plot this little <laughs> BT dubs? Gonna fake my own death. Yep. Here's where the trap door is. What yep. you didn't know is they planned that when they were singing As Long As You're Mine. Yeah. It was the subtext. Yeah. Sub subtext. Make yeah. sure when she throws water at me that I'm standing on that square over there. It's, right. It's should ever we be in a situation yep. where a stranger is trying to come for me, <laughs> please <laughs> encourage her to throw water on me and I will be near or on a trap door. It's well, the third floor. He... If it's the second floor, you got to get you her You got to stall for you got to stall for time. Run up the level. I have to get to that trap door, and it yeah. can only be that one. Otherwise, no, no dice. No dice. <laughs> um, then later, back at Oz's capital, all of Oz's citizens unite and declare <laughs> war. Um, the mob be- song. Yeah, it is the mob. It's song. the mob song. Name is um, from Beauty and from the Beauty and the Beast. Beast, and she's like, "Kill the beast! Kill the beast!" Uh, yeah. March of the witch hunters. In this case. Go and hunt her. And kill her. It's just a list of the things they're going to do. <laughs> Good First, fortune. Um, back at the castle. Now we're into like the oh, actual Wizard of Oz. Event. We also yes. find out that the lion yes. in the Wizard of Oz is was the, the, cage was the lion. Was the lion in the cage. And the whole reason he's cowardly is because she wouldn't let him fight his own battles. Which is the stupidest <laughs> fucking reason for the lion to be cowardly. He was a baby. <laughs> what the fuck is he gonna do? That is some sitcom dad trope nonsense. Oh, You're like, 1000%. If you would just let him be his own man, he wouldn't have grown up such a wuss. Man up! Don't be a fucking incel. <laughs> if you like, just let him like, break his arm like a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, it's terrible. It's truly bad. It's an interesting. Yeah. That was clearly shoehorned in. Like, listen, I know you have a lot of feelings <laughs> about how all of this prequel situation goes. Like, I'll buy the Tin Man. I'll buy the Scarecrow. That lion plot was like, that lion we was got like, nothing. It was definitely Where's the lion. Like, well, okay, we got all of our bases. Oh, yeah. fuck the, the lion. lion. Exactly. Oh, it was added last minute. Empty. We're going to add a our scene where there's a lion in a cage. <laughs> and we then have, we're going to. We're out of blow. Oh, this is the last. Okay, uh, Lion from the Cage, that guy. They're yeah. also like, guys, we don't have any more production budget for the exactly. costume, so we're just going to show the tail. The we tail. can't do a third It's story just lines. the Tin Man pulling the tail. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the, the the lion cub in the cage is like a stuffed animal that you it can is. get at FAO Schwartz. It's a puppet. Um, it moves. So then Glinda's like, you know what? I got to go warn Elfie that there's a problem. Dorothy's coming for her. Uh, etc. Hold my rings, hold yeah. my earrings. Um, let me take like, my weave out. Listen, we have made some mistakes. Listen, let's both agree. We both made mistakes. I led state propaganda against you, accused you being a war criminal and a terrorist. A literal witch hunt. <laughs> and I you led a literal witch hunt against fell you. Fell in love with my boyfriend. We are both equally a like Equally, <laughs> equally bad. bad. You fell in love with my boyfriend who didn't actually like me, and then I made him try to marry me, but he just didn't like me. And so I turned I'm mad the state against you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have asked up. who was the bigger fuckboy, Alphaba or Glinda. It's Glinda. <laughs> it's fully <And> Glinda. <laughs> then Alphaba's like, you know what? You're right. We did both make choices, <laughs> poor or otherwise. And they're like, let's sing a song about how even though we are bad at being friends, we were still friends. I was just going to say, what in it, like, as we go through this, in what world are these two people friends? They're just not. in the in one short day. That's it. That's Literally, a period of time. Like and from popular. between between no, popular like, and Alpha one short day. Still unsure. I guess, but at the end, because at the end she's like, "I have to go." Yeah. Yeah. And hey, so at least at the end, you know, both of them have their own. Alphabet's a, a bounty, or she's a criminal on the run, <laughs> yeah. and Glenda assumes power of a nation state. <laughs> right. So, like, they both have, they like, both you know, their comeuppance. They a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mob arrives. Alphabet's like, Glenda, get out of here. Um, and Glenda's like, no! Uh, oh, did we, but did we skip the, uh, for good? Well, that's what she's just getting into. Oh, okay. We skip no, we skip no skipped, good deed though. I, we did skip no good deed. Yeah, because we talked a bit, little bit. But about like, it. But the key, the key is that we know that Elphaba turns Fiero into the Scarecrow. Yeah, but that's she's the whole doing point. it for love, so I don't think that's her villain song. No, but it, at the end of the song, she says, um, "No good deed will I no, do again." Exactly. She's essentially saying because she doesn't know that the spell works. Right. Yes. So she's just like. Well, fuck it. They're gonna kill the thing that I love. I'm just gonna burn all Guess of their I'll houses just do down. Do bad yeah. while I can. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. Uh. They say for good when they're both agreeing that they both made mistakes. <laughs> That's for good, and yeah. it is very emotionally moving. And I have cried multiple times too. Play it yep. at my funeral. This is it legally binding. Every. <laughs> It was set to every graduation slideshow yep. for oh, two best hell friends. Yeah. Hey. I sang it at my senior thespian <laughs> induction. 2009, right here, baby. It was like the last song at our, you know, senior thespian yeah. induction. It's very moving. Can you tell I am a nerd? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the mob arrives, then 
Elphaba's like, Glinda, you gotta hide. Dorothy throws the bucket of water on Elphaba, who appears to melt. Glinda's like, oh no. This is sad. <laughs> oh no. And then she assumes Pause. power. And she's like, wait a minute, now I have evidence of fuckery by the wizard. And then she goes to the wizard and she's like, Looky here, buddy. And the wizard's like, oh no, you've got me dead to rights. I better leave. <laughs> well, she's like, the only time I've ever seen this green vial before is under Elphaba's pillow. Mm-hmm. And you have the only person who has the same one. And he was like, that's the Cinderella of it that's all. Kind that's kind of flimsy evidence. That is very flimsy. <laughs> it's like they drunk uh, whiskey. And you have whiskey, so you must be that person. Does You're your right. whiskey turn you green? I don't know. Did she prove that it did? She That's didn't true. sip it herself, and she didn't have a baby and drink it, and then the baby came out green. It's super flimsy, like because it's, because again, as far as we know, it was a real know, bluff, and luckily, it and worked. he was like, "Shit, <laughs> it did work." He had no poker face at all. But that's why he was. That's why Elphaba is so powerful because she's a child of both worlds. Mm. She's a child of Oz and a child of our world. I'm not disputing that. I'm disputing like the confrontation. <laughs> I'm like, saying Scooby Doo level circumstantial at best. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, those rotten kids. I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for that meddling. Like the absent slightest amount of pressure, <laughs> and he cracks immediately. <laughs> Cracked immediately. Um. Okay, then... but really, his punishment is go back to Kansas. Like that is a punishment <laughs> during the Dust Bowl. Oh, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. I were like Natalie, go to Kansas, you no. wouldn't be like devastated. Stated emotionally, um, I if be. I could live in Kansas City, sure. No, all you have is Kansas a snake City, oil Kansas? salesman. No, thank resume. you. No. No, you have what? You only have Missouri. like he's like a, a trickster, right? Like yes. a snake oil salesman. Yeah. Yes. So go to the Great Depression. <laughs> go try and sell that to Kansas people. Like yeah. you're gonna starve. He has nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Madame Marble goes to prison. Okay, but for all we know, the prison state in Oz is nothing like the prison state in America. <laughs> I guarantee you, it's we awful. have no way. We, we know, know how strict no their way, caste no system way. is. Yeah, I like. I guarantee you, it's terrible. They still have forced slavery. <laughs> they probably have gulags in Oz. Let's be honest. <laughs> all right, wow. bring back the gulag. There's a caste system. Yeah, there's a caste system. That's um, what their regular society. Well, is like. in Wizard of Oz, isn't aren't the Winkies like semi? Don't they aren't don't they have like fur hats a little bit like? They look a little Russian or something like that. Oh, you're talking. Are about, they like, the like ones with the, the mustache in, guards? At the yeah. Emerald City. Oeo, oeo. So like <laughs> maybe they do have gulag gulags. I don't know. Every time people say gulag, I think of goulash, <laughs> a delicious meat and pasta based dish. I'm out. Okay, that's all. <laughs> sure, um, they think thank that you. too. I'm out. So I just want everyone to know that when you say gulag to me, I think. Delicious meat mm, dish. Not gross Tasty. prison. Not gross prison. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, back at his winter castle, Piero, now a scarecrow, comes to the spot where Alphabet melted, making sure no one is watching yep. somehow. I guess There's has, nobody in the castle. Yeah, except empty. for the servants. Okay, all right, all right, Scarecrow, we're out. leaving. Let's go. I feel Let's go like, back. I feel it's like, like, uh, I'll catch up. Right, Can right. Can you be a servant if your master's now a scarecrow? Uh what power do you have over me? I You're also feel girl. like the servants had to have been in on it. They were probably the ones like pulling all the lever- levers and like pulleys and shit like that. And like, oh, make sure she falls on the mattress. Like, <laughs> You have to have your stage choreo. You have to have your fight choreo exactly. ahead of time. Well, that's how Adina Menzel broke her like rib. Her like second to last show. She didn't have servants on her. She didn't have servants. Where were her. the tech on the that? The trap door didn't work. <gasps> and she fell like. 
like you know in spider-man when uh, spider-man happened and that guy like fell on his back and broke yeah. his back that happened to her the trap door didn't work could oh people hear it when it happened like, i have no idea but she it was her last week of shows she never finished her run of wicked because she like broke six ribs <gasps> oh my god and they had to take her to the emergency room in full green makeup god bless. cut the dress off of her and like she couldn't do the last week of shows because Dang. she literally fell through a trap door that wasn't working correctly. Imagine and how fell haunting into like a cement floor. That would be like you're watching the show and it's all musical and everything, and then you hear thud. You're like, um, is she okay? <laughs> Seems bad. Mind you, this was also like before, right before the show ended, so they just had to like put someone in real quick. Yeah. Ooh, well, she was hopefully, to her, hopefully her standby was still there. <laughs> yeah, she really. hadn't been let go. Yeah. Go, 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 yeah. go, go, Um, so making sure no one's watching, he knocks on the floor. Out from the trap door steps Alphaba. How do they do that? Oh my god, I'm so fascinated. Okay, um, very much alive. The entire thing was a ruse to convince her enemies of her death to ensure her future with Fiero, who was transformed into a scarecrow by her spell. Now, how do they do what? Have her pop out of the trap door? It's a ladder. Uh, no. When she broke all of her ribs, did they just stop the show? Oh, no. They had her standby go on. Go on. Okay. Gotcha. They were like, They oh, held no. the show. So does the standby uh, wear green makeup every night? No. But there is a difference between a standby and an understudy. And an understudy. They had to have the stand- They had to hold the show for an hour to get her into full There have been makeup. multiple experiences where something happens with Elphaba in the show and like one song ends and another Elphaba walks on stage and people have no idea because she's green. Hmm. Like Lily Cooper was talking about when she was Elphaba, she was a standby on Broadway and something happened and the girl got sick at the end of Wizard and I, Hmm. finished Wizard and I, walked off the stage, puked, and Lily Cooper walked on for the next scene. That's amazing. (laughs) And people were like, none the wiser. So how many green skin people are backstage at any given time? Same as with the blue man group. Is it nine? (laughs) I remember reading the Grimmery. They're like in the first act. They really don't do a ton of like it's usually just her face. Well, because she's wearing a bodysuit. Yeah. So really, it's her hands and her face that are actually green. Right. And then she wears a bodysuit and then they up her level of makeup because she becomes self sexy Elfie. Right. In Act Two, with like her beautiful dress, mm-hmm. and then much like in Frozen, but there's they're not the standby is not green is every night just, just for funsy. It is for kids. Okay. It is one million percent. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> they are the same. Um, before leaving, Alphaba's like, "I'm so sad, my friend." Even though they already sang their goodbye song, yeah. it's like, "Say your goodbye and get over it." Um, <clears throat> and then we go back to the end where we began. And Glinda's like, I'm Glinda the Good. She's dead. He's dead. Morbles the wizard's gone. The All of my enemies I'm are dead. I'm the boss. The mices have taken over Munchkin <laughs> Land. But we will defeat them. The Wait, end. I just remembered. What? So right before Alphabet melts herself, Chistory brings a letter to her. Saying that Fiero's that dead. Say, that says, I think it says, I'm alive. Meet me in the castle. Because Alphabet says... To Glinda, you will never see his face again. Which means he's like, your spell worked. I'm ugly. Meet me in the castle. Bye. (laughs) And so she tells Glinda. That's how I write all of my love notes, (laughs) just so everyone's aware. So he's, I'm ugly. Meet me in the castle. (laughs) Bye. Hey, I I just got off work. I'm ugly. I'll see you for dinner. Still that's, how ugly. Text, that's how I text Your all my spell boyfriends. Worked. I'm ugly. But I think that's very specific verbiage that she tells Glinda because she's like, yeah. you'll never see his face again. She doesn't say he's dead. Right, right. 
So, so she there's knows. There's your answer, plot hole. So she knows that that's he's one. Alive. Attack on you. <laughs> so do you think that that note also informs her? BT Dubs. There's a trap door. <laughs> yes. I know you've never been. To I the know winter you've never house. been to the Winter Palace, but you need to be up on the third floor, about four feet away from the window on the, the third left. sconce. The third <laughs> sconce. Pull that. There's a trap door. You'll fall through. We'll get away. It's the same system the Romanovs used. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's how exactly. Anastasia escaped. So in this analogy, is Glinda then, um, uh, what's his fuck? Uh, yep. yep. The, Rasputin. Rasputin, There yes. we go. Uh, no. I'll be honest, I don't know enough to uh, make this a complete analogy. Okay. Great. Well, the talking bat. Yeah. Bartok. Yeah. Bartok. Rasputin so is a mad. demon. Okay, we got to wrap up because we've hit an hour and our sound engineer, oh, Mitch, is furious. Look at him vibrating. Look at that face. All of this is being cut Mitch, out. Mitch, if you cut any of the Mises stuff, <laughs> I'm walking. I will leave this show. You're very funny. Um, okay, so that's Wicked. Wicked! Wicked! Somehow we managed to get through it. Um, let's do a quick, any last little things anyone wants to I just mention? wanted to say that uh, this uh, fucking soundtrack mm-hmm. yeets you through this show like oh, nobody's fucking it really business. Cast it's great. It's like two... Sorry. Past album. Natalie, you said, I said you needed an <laughs> You told that. me not to correct you. I can correct Connor. <laughs> I corrected her earlier, so that's fair. That's we're true. now at, we're now equal. We have that clip, right? Cast album. <laughs> we do, Natalie we do have the, I'm sorry, I keep hitting this. It's like cast album. Um, but like, I will for, die on that grave. For it being such a long show, the cast album or Goes quick. is very fast. Yep. Was, yeah. I forgot how fast. Also, it was I know by. every word. That was a fun realization yesterday. And sorry to the everyone who lives in this apartment, but I did sing very loudly. I love that. This is the the album that I like sang on road trips. Yeah, I was yep. like, everyone, shut the hell up! I have to sing "Defying Gravity" and hit every note. <laughs> Unfortunately, I will be doing a full belt in this minivan. I love that. <laughs> Please, oh. silence. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's, the time has come. The time has come. We'll start with Natalie. Natalie, <laughs> man and chair this for us. Why do you love this show? Uh, I love this show because I saw the original cast very early on. I, the show hadn't even opened yet. And I was in fourth grade and was a very weird, uh, nerdy theater kid. And my mom was like, let's go see this new show, Wicked. I have an American Express pre-sale code. <laughs> and I was like, I don't the fucking know what that Janet is. Alt thing I've ever heard. <laughs> is. But I said, okay. And we walked in and I was like a little hesitant because there's this dragon clock. And then we ended up sitting very far apart from each other. I was very overwhelmed. And then the show started and I have never had a theatrical experience like I had the first time I sat and saw Wicked. Like I was 11. I was very identifying with Alphaba. Like it was one of those things where I was like, this is 100% speaking to me. And see, literally as a theater kid, how does Alphabet not speak? Correct. Like, right. like I am every very aware. Terrible of, theater kids like, yeah, Alphabet's me. Yeah. Right. Like every. And I know that now there's like Evan Hansen and like all of these people that are spoken to on different levels. But for me, it was real Alphabet. kids. No. Yeah. <laughs> 13 year old Evans, whatever. I'm like, I'm every twink in the Midwest <laughs> waving through a fucking window. Listen. I. <laughs> Listen, just try and sing Defying it's on, Gravity. It's on my shower belt playlist. It's fine. I'm proud of you. It is a very hard song to sing. I can't sing it. I'm just saying. To be clear, I do not hit sing, any of the notes. I cannot hit anything on the upper range of that song. Okay, well, that's why they have an actual 16-year-old playing the part now. Exactly. Which makes me upset every day. 
Um, so it just really spoke to me. I I love the show. Mm-hmm. I love everything. I've I've seen it fifteen times. I plan to see it every year until it closes. <laughs> Amazing. I've like it's just something that really means a lot to me. It was a really dark. You know, you're eleven. You're figuring yourself out. You were in theater. I made was made fun of. It made sense. And for sure, the music's great. Mm-hmm. It's a really great show. Like there are very few shows that have two strong female leads. Yeah, which is also something that I was very much proud of when I saw the show for mm-hmm. the first time and have been since um and now obviously we're in a society where more things are happening and there are more like we do live in a society presenting female <laughs> to the shows. Denny's. I don't know what you guys yeah. are talking about there. no I agree the the two female leads and like arguably more well drawn than most yes like um, and shows. yes they have faults and yes there are plot holes right. but like the fact that two women walked out and had the final bows in a Broadway show mm-hmm. when I was 11 mm-hmm. was unlike anything I had ever experienced before. Sure. For sure. And like, yeah, now they do it every night on Frozen because it's the same same show. <laughs> right. But it's rare that that happens. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, felt very much important to me at that mm-hmm. moment and will always be important to me, even though I can critique it now as a 28-year-old woman. <laughs> That's art, baby. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, perfect. Ryan? I'm so glad that I get to go after that. <laughs> I'm so happy this that... This foundational to me as a human being. Ryan, you're going to shit on my dreams? <laughs> Great. You know, could have ended on Natalie, but... <laughs> Now I can end on my straight white ass. It's actually going to end on Meryl. It will actually end on me. My straight white ass. So I didn't have a growing up experience. I didn't shape my identity around this. I I saw this a couple years ago. Um, On Valentine's Day. With under extreme pressure. Just like, you know, a little bit of pressure. Yeah. No, I'm a fan of... Was Roz, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan when, like, if there's a piece of a medium. See, I don't come at it from a musical or choreography or anything. Sure. I go at it from a production mm-hmm. in a script standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ryan the production. Film and television for people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a video producer. So if if a show has a great production value or costumes or, or like, stage presence, things, mm-hmm. like, I absolutely love it. The tech right. elements of it. Yes. Ryan loves a turntable. And it's really, really great. And, uh, that's all good. I praise it every time. <laughs> that's good. And that's why it won the Tonys for that. It did yes. win Tonys yes. for design. Yes. Um, as far as like the actual substance goes, <laughs> I go, if, if a piece of medium is going to have a prequel, it needs to really work hard to explain why these way things are the way that they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that really gets, I'll agree to your Merritt Merrill fantasy really throws its <laughs> logic out the window when it wants to explain things. Yeah. yeah. We watched Maleficent last weekend. Oh, God. The new one or the first one? The first, first one. Uh-huh. And Maleficent casts a curse on Aurora. Yeah. And then like in 16 years, you're going to fall asleep and basically be dead. But wait, she's getting taken care of by these idiots. I got to help raise her. So in 16 years, she'll fall asleep and basically be dead. (laughs) And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. If the one thing... To what end? (laughs) If the one thing didn't exist, this thing would never come out and it needs to be more airtight. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's kind of my takeaway here. I will say, after talking about it today, I do appreciate Wicked a lot more. Welcome to what Beethoven Broadway will do to you. Yeah. That's true. And I'm not just saying that because I want to continue dating Natalie. (laughs) But it's not, not a factor. But there are a lot of themes. There are a lot of interesting points here. I think there's a lot of 
uh, uh, refrigerator moments where you're like, so Glinda took out all of her enemies and rivals and then assumed power. Yeah. So she went, her arc was rich woman, educated rich woman to king. Yeah, basically. So I'm really glad that I'm really glad that we were able to figure out that Glinda is the villain. Was she the secret villain of this like (laughs) retcon? The villains, actually the good guy. Kind (laughs) of. Yes. And uh, Maybe. That, that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> okay. Connor, that. man, and share this. Yeah. I also, um, uh, this show is also very formative for me um, as a young theater gay. <laughs> um, I, it was like one of the very first shows that I ever really like leaned onto that mm-hmm. wasn't um, like fed to me by my parents, like uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat or like, uh, um, I don't know what else. That's, really that's it. it. That's, that's, really, that's really it. Welcome to my but minivan, like, baby. So bad, <laughs> baby. <for you. laughs> Welcome. Oh, no. But um, it like when I was like coming into my own identity as a theater artist and as a person, this was like one of the shows that was like there. It was like this and Rent and Phantom, and mm-hmm. like that's that's where I came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really really good. I really loved the show for the um. The fact that it was like uh, something new for me, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, you can do this kind of thing on stage. That's cool." <laughs> and then I got to see it, and it was like one of the very first shows I ever saw live that I remember um, because I saw Fosse the like review when I was wow. in like third grade. Wow, um, that is a lot for a third grader. Uh, and I barely remember it. Oh, but, that's good. But I remember. <laughs> I remember the dancing. That's good. That's the dancing. Good um, but yeah, no. Uh, this was like one of the first shows that I ever saw, and I was like, "Oh, this is a thing that people do." Theater. And theater exists, <laughs> and I can also do theater. And it just kind of like set me <laughs> down the what path. They say. So, uh, Wicked, I definitely look at it through rose-colored colored glasses because of nostalgia um, for that era and that sort of thing. I do think it has its problems. And again, as a 27-year-old man, I can now look at art and be like, oh, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> but it's still fun. Yep. The Tigers. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, Meryl, <clears throat> man and chair this. Yeah. Great. Uh, as I've said, a minivan road trip album. Uh, my dad actually introduced us to wicked nice um yes, jeff. have seen it come through jeff um have seen it three times loved it cried uh yes has problems as we've discussed today but that's what's fun about um picking apart a show yeah nothing's airtight um i love it i get why people hate on it um i know that there's a really popular like every once in a while on twitter i'll see like theater people be like look at this lyric structure this rhyme is barely scanning like there the lyrics of, are tough there is sometimes. a lot of slant rhyme nessa like i've got, got something to confess a reason why that's insane it's that's so categorically good. insane it's like so a smart. seed dropped by a sky, sky bird, sky bird as not just a bird to a ground bird <laughs> like what the fuck you a have pheasant. to have the amount of syllables yeah um, but it's still yes, a bad lyric we're out of blow <laughs> Our dude won't be back for a week. We just need to go back in time and get Steven Schwartz like two more eight balls. Yeah. <laughs> just a little more cocaine. Um, I love it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Uh, but I get why people don't like it. Yeah. I can totally agree with that point of view. Uh anything to plug, Connor? 
Uh, nope. As usual, you can find me um, uh, across social media at crelia12. You'll see whatever dumb thing I'm doing lately <laughs> okay. there. Natalie, um, anything Natalie, to any plug? projects? You can find me on Twitter, Natalie underscore alt. I tweet about Broadway basically on the daily. <laughs> true. Um, and yeah, just love and theater. I see everything every That's year. True. So if you ever are looking for a recommendation, hit me up. Hit her up. Tweet That's true. At. Tweet, tweet at me. Tweet at. Ryan? Uh, I do actually have something to plug. <laughs> yes! Our first plug. Yeah. <laughs> first time we've ever had someone plug a show. A working professional. <laughs> Incredible. Speak on that. So I have a, uh, a short short uh instagram series mm-hmm. uh called zpz tips and tricks Woo! where i talk to you about international travel and uh shooting productions is that zipper peter zipper that's yes. it that's okay. <laughs> no it's actually uh uh 0.0 okay. and you can find it on their facebook page or zpz production at instagram and it's me on camera and i talk about little funs and tips and tricks and things that can help you if you're shooting in Another part of the world. That's awesome. And if you want to see him dressed as a flight attendant, spoilers. Tune in soon. (laughs) Spoilers. Hello. Don't worry. This won't come out until like January. (laughs) It's fine. Well, Um, okay. Uh, You can find us at Bits Over B Way across all platforms. We're on every podcast app: Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Rate and review, like and subscribe. You guys know the drill. Tweet at us if you have a problem. Come for me. Uh, fight me. That's she will I- <laughs> fall into Do a trap door. Do at me. I am bored. Um, okay. Uh, I think that's it. Yep. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> this is very X Men. Right.